Welcome, baseball fans. It's time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, as I look at my MLB.tv app, I see horsehide hitting leather and fresh baseball today. Uh, isn't it great? Isn't it great? This is this is the the best time of year, arguably. Everybody's undefeated. Hope springs eternal. Hope springs eternal. Everybody just you know everybody's undefeated and. We haven't even started yet. Oh, the expectations are so high. They're so great. So so welcome to the first day of spring training. We're going to begin today with uh, uh, some news and notes, and then going to look at the best teams in the National League on paper. Way too early to make any sort of solid predictions about such things. Uh, but uh, let's start with who just signed recently, uh, Mr. Ian Desmond. He finally has a home. Don't think he did that too well, His uh, his decision, the way it played out. Well, he's having to retool himself. Uh, you know, he goes there. Apparently, Mark DeRosa is the one that talked him into going there. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, and I mean, certainly he his, the qualifying offer would have made made him a lot more money. Uh, but he by going and playing the outfield in Texas, playing in a place where they desperately needed right-handed power, he has a chance to turn his recent downturn around uh everybody says that he'll like texas so you know he's going there with a positive mindset kind of a nelson cruz sort of thing well no income tax which is going to certainly help because he left a lot of money on the table (laughs) considering what he ultimately got for this one year in uh, texas Uh, that's right yeah maybe he needs to uh, talk to his agent a little bit about that well uh, this is the i mean this could be the collective bargaining agreement. This is the, you know, he's one of the ones that really was hurt by uh, having a draft pick uh, tag to his signing and the uh, the compensation rule. It hasn't hurt that many, but it did hurt him. Oh, yeah. Well, certainly. And, and if anything, just delaying the, the, the peace of mind has been lost across the board for a lot of these players. But... Uh, one such, my boy, has finally found a home, and it's right back in Chicago. Dexter Fowler, back to the Cubs. The Cubs have got to be the favorite at this point. Uh, they've got to, well, the cards are just, uh, they're throwing. Uh, like I have people sending me articles about how the Cardinals are being overlooked once again, but you and I both know there's no way they're ever truly overlooked. No, no. Yeah. No. I mean, they were, what, how many games they win last year? And they yeah. were injured, you know. A hundred. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they had uh, all sorts of people injured. Um, the uh, No, you can't overlook the cards. And as far as the Cubs go, as Fowler helps him so much, it, it frees up Zobrist. It makes Hayward go back to right where he is just a force. Uh, gives them a lot better fielding team. Uh, it's another contact hitter for all the big power hitters. Uh, the uh, but it doesn't stop the fact that their fate is going to pretty much rest with Arietta and Lester. There, uh, I don't know of a team that's going to count on two pitchers as much as the Cubs will count on the two of them. Right, but you know, in theory, they won't have to use Lackey as much perhaps or they won't have to work him as hard so come october which for the first time since i guess 2004 the cubs can plan their season around playing in october right right. but that could be a dangerous thing as is any sort of expectation in the north side of chicago 
Um, yeah, sneaky that they suddenly can get on base uh, really well. Um, now with Hayward as well, who you know has become a contact hitter, uh, an on base guy. So I mean, this is a I think a huge coup for them. Yeah. Interesting to note that Theo Epstein's contract comes up at the end of this year. You uh, you you mentioned that to me earlier. Yeah, and he should. I mean, and their owner has said that, you know, he's got to just name his price and his price could be just incredibly high. I oh, mean, yeah. the Cubs have to pay it <laughs> and <laughs> uh, will gladly pay it and they can pay it. And it's not going to hurt their uh, luxury tax or anything like that. He could he could ask for a grillion. Oh, he could. And he's worth it. Yeah. I mean, uh, where he, does he did what he said he was going to do? Oh, absolutely, and he did it with a with, with a seemingly much greater uh, game plan than the Houston Astros, or dare I say, maybe what the Atlanta Braves are attempting. Um, so, other big news, though, uh, w- this was big topic during the off season in the hot stove. But Salvador Perez, they in fact worked out an extension, so he now is five years, fifty two million dollars. Uh, Great move by the Royals. I think so, too. Yeah, and and you even said that that was the most important thing on the table for them as far as their players were concerned. Um, So of the guys that are remaining, uh, who's going to have the most impact uh, that's yet to be signed? Or who could have any sort of impact of the big names left to be signed? Uh, And I use big hypothetically. Well, actually, the one who could have the biggest impact I think is Tim Lincecum. Yeah, I mean he is. Uh, he's yet to have his showcase date, which is coming up. If he is the one you know, close to being the Cy Young Award winner, then he is is going to have the biggest impact. Sure. I don't think he will, no. uh, but it's possible. Yeah, you know. uh, <laughs> I think Freeze. Uh, I thought all along, you know, that he hasn't signed David Freeze. Uh, you needed a third baseman, you know. I don't know. Uh, I know a team that needs a third baseman. <laughs> yeah, I know. They play pretty close to where we're seated right <laughs> I now. Know. Uh, the uh, but we're not invest. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, well, Freeze. Do you think with a, a player like David Freeze, the fact that he was a World Series hero plays into where he wants to play? You know that that it's kind of like when you you get that that big hit record you you don't want to play small venues anymore you feel like you should always be selling out arenas could be but i think uh getting paid has a lot more to do well, with it than anything else right there you uh, go pedro alvarez you know is going to hit some home runs his you know he's going to hit around the mendoza line and he doesn't really have a position but he plays some first austin jackson is still out there but austin jackson has become a uh, people may people compared him to Fowler all the time, and I thought Fowler was a far superior or is a far superior player. Absolutely, uh, the uh, Austin Jackson is has been last couple of years a below average offensive player. Yeah, and his defense gone down too. Yeah. yeah, he he seems to be very much in decline. I think that David Freeze would probably be the safest insurance policy, you know, that you could sign. I think you know he could he could be backing up in places like. Uh, Boston or right. even the Yankees. So, um, all right. So now let's go into the best teams on paper as it sits right now, as, as all the pieces have pretty much fallen into place. And we'll do the National League this week, uh, and then next week we'll do the American League. So start in the National League East, uh, separating the wheat from the shaft. Braves, Phillies, they're not going to factor in. I don't. Sad to say, right? I don't think the Marlins will either. 
No, no Marlins. No. Yeah. May I mean? But they have the greatest hitter of all time coaching them. They. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. Uh, they may have. Uh, they may win a lot more games than they should because they'll be playing the Phillies and the Braves so much. Uh, Good point. That is. Uh, the only thing I think that could put them in contention. I, I just don't see them playing with the Mets and the Nationals. Um, do you think that the NL East is the weakest division in baseball? No. Real, real quick, what 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 do you think? What do you think is the weakest division in baseball? Um, well, I mean, the National League East has two good teams. Uh, and most other divisions have three or more good teams. Right. Uh, but I think the two good teams in the NL East are very good teams, very strong teams. That's true. And that, it seems like that's kind of across Best the board. pitching is in the NL East. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With apologies to those folks out West. Right, you know. right. Yeah, it, it seems, though, in the National League, each division is running three deep with the exception of the National League East. But, right. you know, the Marlins are a wild card. That is, they should just change their name to the Miami Wild Cards because right. that right. is what they are. And they kind of patented the success of the wild card. Yes, that's so, true. Um, all right, but then, so the Nationals, how will they do with with Dusty Baker? I think uh, Baker is just the type of manager for a veteran team like they have uh, with people like uh, Worth and uh, Papelbon and people that need uh, veterans that need to kind of come back a little bit, need to get healthy. Dust, I've never uh, thought much of the way Dusty handles a pitching staff, but uh, there he's got some horses. I think Dusty might be... I. He could be just what they need. Yeah. Now they still have the Papelbon issue to figure out. If I'm correct, yeah, I think he's still lingering around on that he, roster. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah. Uh, he will be there, and he will be their closer. And kind of amazing, but uh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, I don't think you know, Harper in a couple of years is going to make be the first billionaire player apparently yeah by con- virtue of contract alone right yeah right. uh so, forget the under armor sponsorship right. and gatorade yeah right. it'll be yeah, yeah. with yeah. an opt-out clause after three years of course <laughs> yeah right um but even with you know they they didn't what is the most significant piece that they added dusty baker exactly <laughs> meanwhile and they lost zimmerman they lost yeah. Zimmerman and Desmond, and yeah. you know they they were in the sweepstakes for a lot of players that they just did not get. So, um, and that leads us to the Mets. So, front runner to win that division, I think so with that pitching staff. I don't, uh, but I'm I'm not willing to give it to him yet. Yeah, what yeah. what do you need to see the most? Where do you think the biggest question is with them? I still don't know that they can hit. Right. I mean, you know they. They don't get in without Cespedes going just nuts last year yeah. for about a month and a half. You know, I mean, and uh, there's no guarantee that he's going to do that again, despite how many cars he may have. Right. He he bought one car that looks like the Batmobile, though. So he he's he's trying to fit into the superhero rhetoric. So, right, right. So good right. job by him. And he rode a horse to right the spring training or today. So if you were a ball player, wouldn't would you? 
If you were a ball player, which team would you love to be on the most? Because for me, it'd be the Mets. I'd love to be a part of that group, especially this year. Oh, see, now I've never looked at it in terms of who's playing there, but where. True. I mean, I, I've always thought of the city I would want to. Uh, I, it's hard for me uh, to think of myself as relating to a bunch of 20 year olds. I'm 60 right. some years old, you know. The, uh, they don't. The, have, they don't have to know that. The, well, <laughs> the uh, I just don't see myself like I'd love to play with Harper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm younger than you, but and I wouldn't want to play with Harper. I would be on the Papelbon side of the line, going probably for his for maybe I'd just try and punch him in the stomach. I don't think I'd want to play for the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's not as much fun loving. Um I can't see getting instruction from the greatest hitter alive. Oh, you mean the Marlins? Marlins, yeah. I, I was going to say, say the Mariners. Mariners. Uh, yeah. I'd no, play for the Mariners. Actually, the Mariners, yes, I would, but I mean the Marlins I don't see myself playing for. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Donnie baseball maybe would make up for it. I don't know. All right, so let's uh let's move on to to the West. Now, the National League West uh, did they have the greatest shakeup with what happened in Arizona, getting Grinky and the trade for Miller? Um, did well, Air, did the Diamondbacks win the off season? I'm not willing to say that. Uh, I yeah. mean, they have with uh, Pollock and Goldsmith. They probably have the uh, the best one two player punch in the National League. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, and uh, but they had no pitching. And now they have, you know, two good starters, very good starters. Uh, good, not great. Well, I'm not willing to say that Shelby Miller is great yet. Uh, what about that other guy? Well, Grinky is, you know, he's never had a year like this last one, though, you know, and uh, but he's he's exceptional. The uh, I think they're getting Tyler Clippard is a big move for them as well. Uh, they needed to. They need more uh, protection. I think the back end of their rotation is still weak. Well, the 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 young kid um, Corbin, um, uh, but he was you know their best pitcher coming into the end of last season. Right. You know, less pressure on him. Of course, I, I looked at sure, sure. It's going to make their whole pitching staff better by adding these two. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, you heard it here first. But they're, <laughs> that's they're, breaking news, folks. <laughs> they're also. Uh, a team though that you look at their first five hitters and you know they're but looking at the bottom of the you know, I don't know and man. then they, they they round out the rotation with De La Rosa and then Ray yeah yeah but I mean looking uh, looking across this lineup um, Segura at shortstop that's a significant right. upgrade um, and then Pollock Peralta could rake it at times last year and then still Yasmani Tomas, your front runner for rookie of the year last year. Didn't quite work out. Didn't quite work out. Yeah. So um but okay, so Rockies, thanks for trying. We'll skip past that. They uh, they will probably lose more games than any team. They'll probably lose more games than the Braves. Yeah, which that's saying something to be sure. And then the Padres, we think they're they're rebuilding now. They are rebuilding. Lovely weather there, though. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to the two-headed monster of the Dodgers and the Giants. Start with the Dodgers. They had a very tumultuous offseason. Um. The Dodgers are, I mean, they're signing people like Kendrick and uh, Casimir. These are things just holding them for a year or two when all of these 
super prospects that they've invested in uh, come to play. They are that is a good point. I mean, and they're a year or two away from. I mean, they're going to go ahead, I guess, and give the Giants their due uh, because it's right. their year. Uh, they'll be competitive. Uh, I think one of them is very likely to be the wild card. Uh, be one of the wild cards. I mean, it's very, I, I don't, I, I really think there are only eight teams vying for the five spots in the National League. Uh, but it could be any of, uh, any of those teams. You're absolutely right. The Dodgers farm system still ranks first in baseball across everybody who's doing their, their breakdown of the farm system. So, and they've certainly got the resources and LA is a pretty laid back town most of the time. So, hey, all right. So that gives us the Giants. And they still have the best pitcher in baseball. They do indeed. They do indeed. But now they only have they don't have his 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 backup. Right. There's no Starsky to the hutch or whatever. Scott Casimir. Well, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's no Grinky, but he's good. Um All right, so that brings us to the Giants. It's an even year, so why are we still even talking about anybody else's chances? Certainly got a think they're the odds on favorite well i guess the dodgers have still got to be the the favorite in that division i'm not sure why it is an even year true um they have invested in a lot of um yeah, projects i guess i mean you know uh denard span hasn't played forever uh you know samarja has never really lived up to his potential he's thrown you know gives you innings uh johnny cueto was had Looks like time is catching up, but there again, you're. But in they it. also have Rigetti too. That you know, exactly. So. They have Rigetti. They have they Bochy, have Bochi, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a culture thing in San Francisco, much like what's in New York, and we're about to get to Chicago. That it's a good place to play baseball. You probably have a good yeah. feeling in the clubhouse. Can't say the same for maybe like the Red Sox or maybe even the Blue Jays, but at any rate, so. I think that the Giants, though, have got to be the favorite in that division over the Dodgers because the Giants have such steady, consistent hitting. And the Dodgers, I mean, who are you going to for your when you need the big hit? Well, and the Royals have really shown in recent years that when it gets to playoff time and you see nothing but the top pitchers uh, that are still pitching in the game that aren't hurt. You're seeing, you know, with the time between games and stuff, uh, you've got to do the little things to win in the playoffs. And uh, the Giants do the little things better than do the Dodgers. Now, who knows? Uh, the Snakes could end up, uh, I mean, who would have, last year, what, what did the Twins win? 86 games or something like that? And, uh, you know, 85, 86, thing. Yeah, I, whatever. And we were thinking that they might win 20. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. we, I mean they, they looked. I that thought, might have been too much betting of the under 20, but. Well, no, I, mean, I see where you're going I mean, with this. I, the, uh, I didn't think much of them. I thought, I think I thought Paul Walter would just quit halfway through. You did, you did make that call. Good thing you yeah. didn't put money on that. Really? Uh, so, um, 83 games. Okay. They went 83 I mean, and 79. So who knows? I mean, that, and they were certainly a surprise that nobody figured that. And, you know, the Snakes could, I mean, you know, they could be a big surprise. You know, Grinky pitches like he did last year, you know, and Shelby Miller pitches like what he was 
what they traded for, I mean, or you know, uh, the worth they seem to have put into him. Yeah, well, I mean, Miller was the victim of playing on a ball club that didn't help him win any of the games. No. A lot of great starts there. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. On Zach Greenkey, I do believe you're being unfair. He is, in the last three years, he went 15-4 and four in, thir- in 2013 with a 263 RA. He went 17-8 and eight with a 271 ERA in 14. And last year, of course, 19-3 and three with a one. So that's pretty good oh, three years stretch. Oh, I know, but I'm saying the the year that he had last year was unbelievable. Well, true. Uh, I Saw mean, a couple it, of that. You start looking into other stats and things and looking into his whip and everything else. He has just a, an incredible statistical year last year. This is true. Well, speaking of such things, uh, no one had a greater statistical run in the pitching department than Jake Arrieta. And when you say anything that's unbelievable... It kind of begins and it ends with the Cubs' success. So, NL Central, is it a Cubs world that we're now living in? Uh, no. No. No, you've got to beat the Cardinals before yeah. you put the Cardinals out. Who won the division last year? The Cardinals. How many games did they win? 100. Uh, you know, and, with and that was with you know, the, the, team the B injured. squad, yeah. Right, so, no. Uh, it's not a Cub world yet. Yeah, it's going to be a cub apocalypse though when it actually <laughs> comes to fruition, which we, I mean, it seems inevitable at this point. Um, there's the Pittsburgh, uh, I mean, first off, apologies to the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds, both rebuilding, obviously. So, but are the Pirates being overlooked, first off? And then, secondly, is their window coming to an abrupt close if they don't put it together this year? Gosh, I, uh, you know, I don't. What did the pirates do? You know exactly. I mean, uh, you know the you see, we see everything the Cubs did. You know uh, the Cardinals, uh, they just got healthy. That's a, right. I mean, and they did sign Leak. You know, I mean, the, uh, but what did the pirates do? And I, the, it does seem like you get into number two on down. Their starting staff is a little shaky. They've you know, I mean. Rolling the dice on people like Jonathan Neese and Vogelson. I oh, know. Yeah. Uh, and right. and Garrett Cole had a kind of a outlandish statistical year last year, and Liriano was very solid, but that one two punch. Lirinara, yeah, I mean <laughs> that doesn't stand up against the likes of the and Dodgers. He has not, and he uh had an injury soaked pass from having pitched too many innings. Sure, certainly. So. All right, so um going across the board, who wins the National League East division? I'll say the Nationals. Going with the Nationals. I'm going with the Mets. Uh, Central. Central. uh, (laughs) Come on. You know you want to. I want to. You did it last year. I'll say the Cubs. There we go. Um, I'm going to go with the Cubs as well. And then in the West? Giants. Giants. I will will echo that. And then who are your two wild cards? Ooh. um, The Mets. Yeah. Get them in there. Uh, And cards i'm gonna say that with the mets winning the nl east that the uh nationals do not make the playoffs there's a hot take for you um and then my two wild cards i have to believe that the pirates will be there um and they need to win that division but i think once again they'll be in wild card purgatory and then it'll be the diamondbacks I think the Dodgers and the Nationals are both going to miss the playoffs. As I'm looking at it right now, and of course all of this is on paper or on a screensaver. So, 
Yeah, I'm I'm interested. I got to look at see like who the teams are come the middle of July when the Dodgers sure. may start bringing up some of this unbelievable talent that they have. Right. Uh you know, that that could change things a lot and they have the resources to change things. I do think it's very possible to have the Mets and the Nationals in because they're going to be their division is so weak. Right. Uh, and they uh you know, um the other teams, you know, the the Pirates have to play the Cubs and the Cards a whole lot, you know. Oh, that's true. And so I mean, that's and it, you know, it's it's certainly there. There are eight horses that are in true contention, but the Marlins always the wild card. Right, they could right. be right there as well. All right, so there you go. Uh, on paper, way too early to say anything definitive of these types, but we just did it anyway. Um, going first to third. Um, with the Oscars that just went, did you watch the Oscars? Yes, I did. And what'd you think? Pretty much as predicted. Yeah. And so Chris Rock, your thoughts on him and of course the handling of this very sensitive issue that's going on with the Academy and not representing enough minorities. I think you did a good Rock. Yeah. I thought Chris Rock handled it really well. Uh, the, uh, and Chris Rock is not the type of person I would think that would handle it very well, uh, quite yeah. frankly. But uh, I thought he did, did a good job. I, I didn't think much of the uh, his bringing his daughter out to sell uh, Girl Scout cookies. That was a little odd. That's a little uh, odd. Uh, uh, but um, I feel uncomfortable when celebrities parade their children for the sake of a bit. And, and I don't know that he and Will Smith will be. You know, watching the next Super Bowl together. Right, right. Well, so the issue of uh, minorities in sports, going first to third, the issue of minority hirings and equal opportunity in management is really, this is a hot issue. Or is it not being talked about enough in baseball? It's a big deal in the NFL. They have the Rooney rule. And, you know, we're also, of course, uh, taking on, finally tackling the, the inequality with uh, women in sports and sports management and sports broadcasts. But within baseball, minorities in management, what's your take on it? How's baseball doing with with equal opportunity? Not very well. Um, I agree. I mean, not very well either. Last year, Freddie Gonzalez was the only minority manager in baseball the end of the year. Yeah, Uh, that's true. We did have McClendon for... A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but there have been very few. I mean, we, we, minority managers began with Frank Robinson. I mean, there hasn't, uh, there's not like a long history of minority managers. But right. We've had at times a lot more percentage wise than we have had. Now, we do have three now. Uh, that's right. nothing to write home about. Uh, I There have been, I've heard it hinted in several uh, circles that. Um, part of the problem may be the new GM who is uh, just uh, completely fascinated with sabermetrics and uh, new statistical ways of management and the belief that uh, Hispanic baseball does not play to that, that this stereotype uh, may be influencing or stopping certain Hispanic candidates from getting a job. Uh, right. That's really unfortunate if that is the case, but it might be. It might be. Um, the Dave Roberts hire in L.A. is pretty significant, you know, because they're a very sabermetrics-stacked front office. Right. 
Um, so, and as one of the premier, I don't premier, think the problem has been with African Americans. The problem has been with Hispanics. Right. Going over history, um, you know, of the the famous or the most successful minority managers, starting with like say Philippe Alou. Do you think that he always was given his fair due in his time? And yes, uh, I I mean. It's different now if if the new general manager, the, the stereotype general manager, is saying that the way they play baseball in Venezuela, the way they play baseball in Cuba, the way they play baseball in Puerto Rico, uh, if it is, it is not in accordance to sabermetric uh, standards that pitchers uh, do go, in, you know, they pitch different types of innings and that not hitting cutoff men, but trying to show great athletic prowess and this sort of thing. It, it's, it is somewhat of a different game. Uh, but, I mean, it's ridiculous to think that Philippe Lou could not have adjusted to a new type of X's and O's approach as well as um, anyone uh, of a number of white managers that are around. True. So as you look at the major league landscape right now of, of managers, um, who do you think is the most overlooked uh, in the minority? You say Dave Stewart? He certainly got passed up more than a few times. You know, now he's in a front office role. Yeah, he's not he's not passed up anymore. I mean, he's, yeah. he's in yeah. a, a position that's higher than manager, you know. Yeah, uh, and an agent most, too. Right. So uh, the I, I think there are... Uh, I think here in Atlanta, we have two very good, uh, I think Eddie Perez has, you know, I mean, after all, this was Mad Dog's catcher, you know, that that alone gives you, you know, somebody who can handle a pitching staff that always number one, you know, job of a manager. Uh, And hey, let's not forget about J-Lo. He was the uh, number 47s. Right. We can't say it here. The the, right. the the common joke slang for it. but he was he was Glavin's guy yeah. so there's some cred right there too. Uh, I don't think uh, that Javi's ready to manage in the big leagues. Uh, Eddie might be able to. Right uh, now, to the, that point, Andrew Jones he's he's back yeah, well, on yes, in a uh, advisory and, uh, role. Yeah, both he and Chipper back together again. Yeah. Uh, I think, but I think Terry Pendleton is the other uh, person in the Braves uniform that I've uh, long thought that even yeah. when they when they hired Freddie. But go on. The uh, and I, but there are other both cores, Alex and Joey. There, uh, the I think Hensley Mullins uh, in San Francisco is a very good. Uh, I mean, is a very good candidate. I mean, he's been with Bochi for several years. Uh, speaks a bunch of languages. Uh, Sandy Alomar Jr. There, are, uh, there are a lot of uh, really stellar candidates out there. In uh, St. Louis, they have the beloved Jose Akendo. Never offered a managerial position, as far as I know. And should I, I was disappointed he was not offered the position when Larusa left. I thought so as well. It was very curious to me that that didn't come through. Now I know Matheny is in high favor as well, right, right. but um, do you think that? Baseball owners, you know, we do have a minority owner in Anaheim with Artie Moreno. So is the ownership collective conscious enough? Do we need to have something of a Rooney rule within 
Major League Baseball that's that's I out heard Manfred front and center. Talk, I heard Manfred address that somewhat in that it is difficult to make a team manage or I mean uh, a team conduct a certain type of search if the they have to make a hire in season. Quite often it's an interim manager who is uh is is a coach that's on the team and quite often he has the position going into next year. Uh so how can you say no you can't give it to this person? There are also situations where organizations want particular people and I like last year apparently the twins made a really good decision in getting their Hall of Famer uh, alumni uh, manager in Molitor back. Uh, uh, He did, by all accounts, a a great job, and he is a hometown hero. Now, if they may have said, all right, Paul, we're going to, uh, you know, we really want to make a pitch to you, uh, next weekend, or uh, let's say the weekend of the fourteenth, bring your uh, wife and your family down here. We'll, we're going to go, uh, you know, we'll go nice this, steak dinner. Uh, we'll go out yeah. on the yacht and do this sort of thing. Blah blah blah. Right. Uh, and then uh, they said, "Well, let's interview a minority." Uh, Bob, call up Dave Stewart. See if he can meet with us tomorrow. Uh, right? Is that giving him the chance to analyze the situation uh, and the landscape around him? Absolutely and, and, not. And is that and uh, is it a fault of the Twins that they want to? Uh, if the Braves wanted to hire Chipper uh, to be their manager uh, in seventeen, and who's to say that they should be interviewing Joey Cora? Right. Yeah. And 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 who's going to tell them who who would you know? It's, this isn't like the NBA where a commissioner can veto a certain a la the the Chris Paul trade back a few years ago with David Stern, you know, when, when a team makes its hire, it's not as, you know, and, and that example with the twins that happens so frequently and they can say that, Oh, well we did. We, we, we interviewed so-and-so we had Dave Stewart in for a meeting, but Mm -hmm. not given afforded the same circumstances, the same breadth of time. Um, for for a game that prides itself on policing itself, do you think that in 2016 this issue is going to police itself? I hope it does. I mean, uh, with the hiring of, I mean, and let's be real. Uh, if Dusty Baker is successful this year, finally takes the Nationals to the World Series, you know, and everything, uh, people are going to have uh, be looking a lot more in the other direction. Sure. Uh, the uh, and you're right. The Dodgers hire is huge. Yeah, I would say that that's even more so because I think if the Dodgers finally reach the promised land this year and next with with Dave Roberts at the helm and a Cuban phenom who now it's it's that's kind of a gray area as to whether or not Puig actually is a phenom. Um, they have other Cubans that are more exactly phenoms right now exactly in their system. Then I believe you will see a first uh cuban owner and more latin american uh or i'm sorry i keep i keep doing this a a cuban manager of a of a major league team um and more latin american managers so as it stands right now if you're the braves or not the braves but let's say you're you're a major league team out there in desperate need of a new manager um who would be the first uh minority person that you would want to hire joey cora 
Yeah. Do, I mean, I, I would want to interview a lot of them. Uh, I, I know that Mulans, for instance, speak several languages. If I had a pitching staff that needed uh, a manager who spoke several languages, that might make me consider him more. A lot of it would depend on the type of team I had. So uh, I think there are just a, a lot of, you know, maybe I had a team uh, with a bunch of Brian Harpers on it. Uh, type Bryce, uh, Bryce Bryce Harper. I do that all the time. That's all right. Uh, He deserves it. uh, If I had a bunch of Bryce Harpers on the team, I would, uh, maybe a Terry Pendleton would be the type of manager I would need. Yeah. Interesting about Cora, graduate of Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt university. Go Commodores. That's for you, dad. Um, yeah, he would be an an excellent choice. And, you know, it's interesting to me that in the history of, of baseball and, you know the first minority owner, first minority manager being Frank Robinson. And what year was that? I don't remember. But did he ever win the World Series? No. So the only one to win a World Series, as far as my mind can recall, was uh, Ozzy Guillen with the White Sox. Maybe I, I'd have to look that up. But yeah, uh, but I believe that that is that is the case. So, so of the minorities, it is a a a, a Latin American uh, individual that won it. So. Well, Coach, as of right now, the Braves and the Orioles are tied 4-4 in the bottom of the 10th. Cincinnati's beating Cleveland, Pittsburgh beat Detroit, and Toronto beat Philadelphia. We have finals. <laughs> this might be the uh, the greatest moment for the Braves all season as far as we know. So I actually, we're I, think off greatest, I think the Braves are going to get better as the year goes on because they're going to start off awful. Oh, yeah. Uh, but come middle of June, we might start bringing some people up. Now, you had a very hot take when they traded Simba that you would not go to a Braves game this year, even if given the ticket. Do you still hold to that, good sir? Will you not attend? No, no, no. No, you're not going? No, I'll go. (laughs) All right, you'll go. It was last season at Turner Field. We have to go at some point. I'll go. All right. Well, as always, thank you to everyone listening on the internet radio landscape and watching us on our fabulous YouTube channel. Hey, over there. Hey to there. All right. So um, you can find us uh, all the time, anytime at runningthebases.com. Uh, download the podcast on SoundCloud or on iTunes and check it out on YouTube. Leave your comments. Leave your feedback. We'll talk about things that the the good general baseball populace wants to talk about as well. So, But for Coach Bounds, I am Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast. We're coming into home and we're safe. Coach, have a good night. Good night.